forever. Dog. Warning. The following podcast may dye your hair green, suck your big fin into its turbine, or make you hallucinate from the lethal dual stink of diesel and diapers. It's Disneyland's Submarine Voyage, slash Finding Nemo Submarine Voyage, slash the valuable theme park land underneath Submarine Voyage, on Podcast The Ride. Welcome to Podcast The Ride, where today we are discussing yellow submarines, which puts us perilously at risk of a Ringo tangent. <laughs> I'm Scott Gardner. There's Jason Sheridan. Yeah, sure. Well, yellow submarines designates them as research subs. That's true. Oh, wow. Now you know. So that's what the Beatles were singing about. They were curious about oceanographic research. Mike Carlson, hi. Hello, peace and love, peace and love. Peace it's and love. Mike Carlson here. Yellow is actually the color you can see the most at the depths. I, I love your Ringo. Is that a Ringo? The wow. Ringo is second to your I got to tell to you. I got to tell you. Peace and love, peace and love. I will I'm not. Ringo Star, baby. <laughs> I will not be signing any more autographs, baby, after this date. Wow. I, Jason's the first one with the impression out of the gate here. I didn't expect that either. For perfect Ringo. ring. For, for those yeah. of you, if you don't, you know, if you aren't super versed in it and you don't know how Ringo talks, perfect right on the money. I don't, I don't want to cause the tangent, but I thought of that oh, joke. Yeah. And then I thought about how we, you and I saw Ringo and the All-Star Band years ago. Um, and I chose Yellow Submarine to take a bathroom break, and you mm. were upset about it. You were, or yeah, maybe not yeah. upset, but it was kind of like, what? Well, yeah, yeah. Are you are you sure? You did you did hear what they're playing, right? Right. Well, it was uh, you know he plays a couple of his Beatles songs, mm-hmm. a few of them, and that's. I the got big... a boy, want a boy, got a girl. <laughs> I love boys. We've <laughs> did, we've talked about how you do not like boys. I don't really care for. And I it's love fine. boys. Boys is fine. It's a cover, also. That's not one of the originals, but <laughs> well, that is I a love Ringo. Boys and I love when they love girls. Uh, talking about boys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, now I'm veering into. I'm criticizing impressions, but I'm veering into Eddie Vedder. boys. I bet Eddie Vedder loves the song "Boys." I bet he does. He might. He should do it with it. That seems like if that hasn't happened at a rock and roll Hall of Fame induction, then what are we doing? Seriously. Uh, Do I think, oh, shit, you really, you've ruined the episode. I hate to tell you this, but you've ruined the episode immediately. I believe Ringo does Boys with Green Day at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, no. I believe they back up. I didn't know I was stepping in a Green Day-shaped pile of shit. I think for sure they did Boys (laughs) with Ringo. At least there was a different song. They for sure were with Ringo, because I believe they all got in at the same year. Uh, uh, I don't remember, a couple years ago. Oh, that's right. They're in. Yeah, they're in. They got in like first year. Their first, first year ballad, I think. It's a band of all Ringos. <laughs> and Ringo and Ringo had to get in because Paul McCartney had to go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and be like, you know, Ringo should be what in. What do we do? What do we do? Ringo's a big star. The other three in, we should put Ringo in. I'll come. And like he had to make a deal like, I'm coming. I will induct him. And they were like, like I think the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame must have been very resistant to induct another man over 70. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Mean, is that really something they want to do? No, they hate doing that. But yeah, so... <laughs> Uh, 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 real quick, mm-hmm. Paul wrote a book 
a second book in his Grand Hey Grand Dude series. Yes. Uh, called Grand Dude's Green Submarine. <laughs> What's is it? Children's book. It's a What's children's he, book, hey and Grand my Dude? daughter has this book. Hey, Grand Dude is now Grand Dude is the name of his old man character. So it's not Grandpa; it's Grand Dude, <laughs> and that is now a Paul McCartney original IP character. Where does he Grand play du- the character? Well, he doesn't play it; he writes it. Oh, it's credited as written by Paul McCartney. He's never dressed up as Grand Dude anywhere, as far as I know, not mm-hmm. yet. I hope one day we get a Grand Dude movie because obviously Paul was in one of the Pirates movies. Jason is over there carefully checking his list of submarine names. Ah, uh, yeah, <laughs> right, fine. That's you guys go. Well, I'll get you this guys ready. go ahead. I've got a lot of Cold War paraphernalia to brush up <laughs> on. He's he's chomping at the bit to do it, but I was, was like, so Paul now has another submarine in the Beatles can or in a the green sword. submarine. Now? Now too? There's a green summary because Paul and John wrote. What's yellow. next? Purple. <laughs> well, if he <laughs> better not be. If he lives long enough, I think we're going to get all the colors <laughs> um, because John and Paul wrote Yellow Submarine for Ringo. That's not a Ringo penned original. Um, so Paul now has written two different color submarines. I don't think I knew that till this morning, till I knew knowing this was coming. I, I yeah. didn't know that was a Lennon McCartney, mm-hmm. and then it was kind of the verse is kind of like a actually kind of a tender Lennon folky. Oh, I right. listened to his demo of just the verse. Right, it's right. It's not sing songy and silly at all. Yeah, well, you, John, seriousness. Right, when you got Ringo in there, you got to make it sing songy yeah. and a little silly. And we agree. We have different Beatles opinions here and there, but we do agree that, uh, and we we both have this policy in our homes that uh, our children only read books by celebrity authors. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, my son has a stacked line of every, everything Jimmy Fallon's ever written. <laughs> Hey there, Moo Moo, or whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> Celebrity books are certainly are not ghost written. <laughs> no, they, you couldn't do that. You yeah. would have to lock up. If I don't know, if Sofia Vergara uh, wasn't the author of her book, yeah, she could go to jail for that. Yeah, right. That's so true. They, none of these guys want to, you know, do that dance. And I've got all the books ready for when she gets older too. I mean, I have the whole William Shatner Tech War collection ready to go. <laughs> all of his Star Trek expanded universe uh, novels as well. Again, not ghost written. <laughs> Definitely, William Shatner sat down and wrote them. I'm just waiting for like, what is the right age for my teenage son to start reading the Chelsea Handler body of work? <laughs> I mean, it's a little because he should probably be of drinking age because it's all like, oh, it's very, yeah. Hey there, Martini. Right. I believe we've met. I'm Chelsea. <laughs> uh, Jason, can you look up? Does Jay Leno have any children's books? He does. He does. Okay. Scott knows. I think this it's already. called If Roast Beef Could Fly. Oh yeah, I know Add that. It to the pile, Jay Add Leno's pile. acting career, Jay Leno's wrestling career, Jay Leno's <laughs> children's book career. Yeah, yeah. No, we've been told about if roast beef. I believe listeners have yeah, said like right. thought of you and saw it at a goodwill. That's probably. right. Right. That's why I thought it. If roast beef could fly, yeah. Well, roast beef is that's an important topic to Jay because he eats roast beef probably twelve times a week. Yeah. In his in sure. his rotation, that's as far as he stretches his diet. Yeah, that's, that's, as, that's most... as weird as he gets. Right. Well, yeah, twelve times, so seven days a week for breakfast, and then like the hobbits, he also has eleven C's and second breakfast, so he squeezes <laughs> it in. Sure, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, uh, Mike, of course, I got your daughter uh, the uh, Krasenstein book, how the people trumped Ronald Plump. <laughs> what the one? Do you, those those uh, kook. Con man on the on Twitter, uh, Ed and Brian Krasenstein were always doing like vote, 
you yeah. must vote. And then they they made the book with like shirtless Robert Mueller, like jacked Robert Mueller. Oh my God, you're considering these guys celebrities? <laughs> oh, these are sure internet well, micro ce- celebrities. Their celebrities only going to grow. That's true. In the next couple of years, how uh, the people Trump Ronald put? We're going to have to read that book so that we know how to how to. Uh, how Trump to, him. How to vote oh, him right, out. Right. How okay. to vote him. All right, that's vote. fair. Okay. I don't know if you know this, but Ronald Plump is based on a real man and a, really? real, and a real threat. Oh, my goodness. Well, <laughs> thank you for buying those books. I assume you'll give them to me one day. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, well. You wanted them. For you you. Get You're the, reading well, them and enjoying them yourself. I'm I understand. I'm keeping the first printing, but you guys can have the second and third. <laughs> You've you already pre purchased the second and third printings of this oh, book. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, they're already. Ever since they did that debate with Glenn, Glenn Greenwald and whatever Destiny is, I think he's a streamer. <laughs> no one's Video making you streamer. know about any of No one's yeah. making no, you no watch any of this. No one's making me know, but I do know this. Glenn Greenwald <laughs> is so not sorry as, you know Glenn it. Glenn Greenwald is not as fun to talk about as Shatner or Leno. You no, know? that's true. <laughs> These are more unpleasant that's <laughs> celebrities. True. Oh, the positive endorphins everyone got when they heard Tech War. <laughs> yeah, Tech War is fun. Bill Shatner is fun. I think we can all Andrew, agree the complete works of Tech War is fun. Friend, friend of the show, Andrew Grissom, texted me a photo of William Shatner with Coco the Gorilla last night, and I was delighted. <laughs> and you guys refer to it as Tech Sting. That's yeah, your, oh yeah, your thread. Your thread is called Mike and Andrew Text T E K Yeah, T. Um, all right, uh, the tangent has been cleared out. <sighs> I, I promise, no more Green Day references because I'll personally bleep them out. Mm. Uh, so now we can get down to the business, the the oft delayed business of our Tomorrowland series, the slowest moving series. Much like Disney, we have found a lot of other things to do oh, instead yeah. of deal with Tomorrowland. But we're here, we're doing it now, and we're dealing with, I think, a crucial piece of. Tomorrowland, part of Tomorrowland's first big expansion, part of Disneyland's first mm-hmm. big expansion, yeah. and that's the submarine voyage, later and currently uh, Finding Nemo submarine voyage. Um, I think it's an important uh, part of the story of Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, been there forever, a stalwart, so I think that we should honor it. We should say uh, what's great about it, and then we should talk about what we're going to do when we get that sweet, sweet land back. <laughs> when when these when these suckers are <laughs> kicked out of the park forever. There's yeah. a great big beautiful tomorrow, and the cement trucks are pulling up to it <laughs> to fill that nine, nine million gallon water sink. <laughs> fill it up. No more, yeah. Drain the chlorine. Uh, yeah. Um, but you know what? Um, you know, let's we'll try to say some nice things. Although, how about this? Before we do any any history of it, um, just knee jerk current feelings about Finding Nemo submarine voyage. How about that? How how much do we do it? I've done it. I think once. Since it's reopened, uh, since it's reopened as the Finding Nemo, subs. I might be, it might be twice. Yeah. I might be a choice. Yeah, maybe I, I'm twice. I've done it a handful of times. It's really slow loading. Yeah, um, it is fun. Uh, I I have a lot of warm feelings. I think towards uh, Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea at uh, Disney World, which. Sure. Which we, co- which we covered. That is done with Stony Sharp years Stoney. ago. So yeah, we will not yeah, be discussing yeah. that here. That is off the table. That clears up time for more if roast beef could fly tomorrow. Oh, thank God. But that did answer. Uh, I watched the the defunct land about it. Um, and uh, that did answer a long running question of mine, uh, which was like, 
uh, 20,000 Leagues, the movie with Kirk Douglas and James Mason, comes out in the mid-50s. And then this opens in 59, The Submarine Voyage. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why didn't they just make it 20,000 Leagues? And then I'm like, oh, submarines were still very futury. Mm-hmm. And as Kevin points out uh, in the Defunct Land video, they, the Tomorrowland of Florida didn't quite make sense for tw- for a submarine voyage. But 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea is a little more fantasy-based, so that's how it ended up you oh, know, in fantasy, fantasy land. Oh, right. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yes. <laughs> Whereas it's a little more, started a little more clinical uh, yeah. here in Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and submarines were, were all the rage at the time. It was submarine fever in yeah. America. Well, the journey through liquid space. You know, we're going through <laughs> through space, yeah. space, and now the unexplored part of uh, planet Earth, liquid space. Sure. The briny yeah. deep. Yeah, and what could be down there? Uh, uh, some barnacles and mollusks, and then a, and then one goofy sea serpent with crossed eyes. That's right. That's what might be down there. Can, yeah. can someone just refresh my memory and confirm was that goofy sea serpent at that that's from Disneyland exhibit? That might have been a a Richard Kraft owned yeah. uh, item. I, I think it was like right when you first walked in, you ran into the sea serpent. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. I, I believe so. Yeah, that that does sound familiar. Um, one thing. Uh, well, no, I'll save that. You know, we're sort of in in, in history. Why not, why not go into it a little bit? Uh, um, so this is not opening day. Disneyland, but there was a lagoon pretty early on Mm -hmm. in that spot at Disneyland. There was something called the Phantom Boats over there. This is one of the most disastrous attractions of all time. We might have touched on it a little bit when we did our Tomorrowland was weird episode. Uh, They they broke all the time. Guests piloted them on their own, and that (laughs) didn't work. And then they started putting like... Here's yeah, all right, you got a navigator in the back. Yeah. Um, and, And so, therefore, I mean... A, r- a ride where there's a person in every single car that gets <laughs> tough to run. You you yeah. run low staffing wise, and I think they still broke a lot. So this was only open for a year. Left them with a, a lagoon, um, and I guess Walt had a hunch that phantom boats aren't the future. <laughs> that we will not be piloting phantom boats around yeah. our local canals and oceans. They did look cool, though. I did like those fins. Um, meanwhile, as I said, submarine fever. Why the real submarine, the Nautilus, in 1958, right before this ride opened, became the first submarine to travel under the polar ice cap. I could uh, say many more real submarine facts. I'm mm. quite versed, but I, you know, there's no need. I don't think you we can have sprinkle the... them in as we go. Oh, sure. Oh, I'd love to, and I and I will. Yeah, and uh, definitely remember that I I said that I would. Yeah, um, yeah. But no, it's like uh, I don't think I realized this how how current they were, and uh, which makes it a little interesting in that I I can't think of an example of like now Disney does an attraction that's like based on. Something that everybody's obsessed with. I don't know what that is. Like like segways. Yeah, you mean a they not, opened a segway experience. <laughs> a technology, and, and not a movie, not a, a property. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just like everyone's excited about. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was a self-driving car time. We've talked about how there was a minute where, like, take that Autopia and all its stinky diesel and 
Oh, yeah. Turn it into, uh, Jason said this. Why don't you give it to Elon Musk? I think he said it in 2018. Why doesn't Elon Musk just do yeah, a bunch of uh, Tesla's there? Did you say there? that bef- well, I sw- before I we knew? That, that, yeah, well, yeah. Yes. That's, uh, I think a lot of people are saying that. <laughs> I think we on, all like, agreed the at the time. I'm actually not. Stuff. I don't think we knew a lot about the man at the time, mm-hmm. like at least in the public consciousness. Real life Iron Man. We knew that. We, we knew yeah. he was Basically really high, like Tony Stark. That's what we knew. Uh-huh. Um, and we could project anything onto that. Tony Stark, good at quipping, uh, funny. So probably Elon Musk, it <laughs> uh, stands to reason, is extremely funny. That's uh, right. Recovering alcoholic, Tony Stark famously, mm. uh, the, usually deeming, dealing with the demon of alcoholism. Mm-hmm. Um, but his MCU Tony Stark, they kind of, uh, in, they in two, they touched on it, but they don't really... It. They but don't they really don't, go there. Like, you know, get fully. into the real life, like, stimulants. <laughs> That sure. A There's not a lot of stimulant. People are wild about, you know. Yeah, stimulant subplots the Adderall. in the movies. They don't, uh, Iron Man 3. Did Iron Man uh, take Adderall? No, no, no. I was Iron, Adderall? Iron Man 3 does not deal with an, uh, the Adderall shortage that was oh, going okay. around. That's true. Uh, You're right. That's true. <laughs> oh. A while back. <laughs> what drugs did Tony, did Tony Stark do? He, I mean, Are you just, shown that in children's comics? Th- well, in in the seventies, Demon in the Bottle, eighties, uh, Demon, Demon in the Bottle, Demon in the Bottle yeah. is a very famous Iron Man, and it's like a big like Tony with like dark circles under his eyes with the helmet off and looking in the mirror and a bottle there. Oh, that was a big uh, story. Yeah, line. Green Lantern, Green Arrow book dealt with like uh, racism. Speedy Green Arrow sidekick got addicted to heroin. Really? Yeah. Uh, there's like a cover yeah. where like Speedy, his like Green Arrow's young ward, is like tying his arm off. Is that to like look? I've you might be surprised. I've never done heroin. Doesn't heroin kind of slow things down? Is he sick of all the speed? Well, Green Arrow. Oh, so Green Arrow is just the guy with the the bow and arrow. Yes, but wait, but Speedy, you said that was his name, but he didn't Speedy. run fast, right? No, he didn't run fast. Yeah, his <laughs> name, how did he get this name? His <laughs> name got changed question. to Arsenal, I think, in the nineties. Well, they correct. fixed it. They yeah, fixed good. It. Yeah, they not fixed be. It. I go right to if I'm reading a comic and somebody named Speedy is in it. I have one expectation. There and are, it's not that he does heroin. There are a lot of Flash characters, and none of them are named Speedy. <laughs> there's Kid Flash, there's Impulse. There's, there's uh, Max, Mercury, Max Mercury, Jesse Quick. You. Well, Jesse Quick's pretty good. Jesse That's Quick close. is quick. Yeah, yeah he is I quick. I should hope so. She. Hope it's not she. <laughs> oh, okay. right, right. Hope it's not an accidental last day. Jesse Quick doesn't shoot arrows. Um. Anyway, uh, Walt starts dreaming of uh what to do with that big big plot of land of Disneyland's first big expansion. Do wait, did I say the full list that in in 59 what comes I mean this is so significant they call it the second opening of Disneyland even uh it's monorail, it's Matterhorn, it's subs. Mm-hmm. What a, a transformative time. I mean that's truly the announcement Disneyland's here to stay. Disneyland is going to do stuff like this like right. big ambitious expansions. Um, so it's, it's, it's very important and I feel like something that had never been tried before either. Mm -hmm. This is one of the things where I'm trying to give it credit before we start (laughs) salivating. Oh, um, (laughs) yeah. I believe this is also the, um, e-tickets started for these attractions. Uh Uh-huh. This was one of the first e-tickets. There were no... E tickets again. This is one of those things. Now that there are online tickets, people say is an e ticket. When uh, uh, yeah, uh, um, A's were you bought individual ride tickets at that time. A's were uh, the trash cans, the water fountains. (laughs) You had to use an e, an A ticket to throw something away. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Some most sidewalks were free, but if you wanted to step up on some of the nicer brickwork, mm. uh, that'll cost you an A, and then they'll kick <laughs> well, out like, no, that only gets you twenty feet. You're out. The free t- the free sidewalks were the ones that uh, lady shoes kept getting stuck in in that well, opening of day. Yeah, yeah, that's why so they're that, free. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's why you can walk in that. Oh, you want the hard uh, walkable surfaces? Mm-hmm. That's gonna cost you. Oh, yeah. um, no, but this is like uh, this seems like kind of it's one of those like crazy dreams that Walt had threw it at the guys and said you figure it out and they did figure it out um there were a lot of things to figure out um if we're gonna do a submarine ride does that imply and you want to see fish and aquatic life and stuff Mm -hmm. okay maybe we can put some of those in there like it's a big tank well most types of water you will not see any fish that live in there so it's going to have to be chlorine and if it's chlorine then certainly we cannot have fish swimming around that won't work uh um yeah they needed chlorine for maintenance they said the logistics of rotating vehicles and the need for consistent visitor experiences so it's we end up with this is like underwater jungle cruise in a way they don't do uh real animals because you can't depend on those right yeah and it's um like to me, and maybe I'm getting ahead of myself or getting ahead of the conversation, but like to me, the big thing is just like make sure it looks like it's going underwater. Mm-hmm. Like ultimately, yes, without with the realism was not able to be achieved really as far as what you're seeing outside. So literally, I think the big magic trick of it is just like it's got to look like a kid, like you're going underwater. Oh my god, this is crazy. Yeah, and I feel like. It was oddly late in my knowledge of this ride, which again, I think all iterations oh, put yeah, together. I know what you're, you're going to say. I, don't think I, I think I've only been on it four times in my life, but I'm yeah. sure I went on it once or twice without knowing that you don't actually dive. Yes. Yeah. I, I didn't I, know that I, until a couple of years ago. Wow. I think. I mean, I, re- good. Recently, I don't feel recently. stupid if you, if you felt the same way. Yeah, yeah. I it's, was fooled. As uh-huh. a kid, I was freaked too. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Uh, sure I said um, that in you take their word for it, and you don't you don't realize what that effect is and what's basically there's just moments where they say dive, they say the word yeah. dive, <laughs> and then bubbles are released and kind of cover your your porthole window because um, that's a, that's the thing about the ride. If you've never been on it, it's this very narrow space, as a some might say a claustrophobic space, and you yes. put your uh, everybody's got an individual porthole, um, and uh, and you you put your head inside it. <laughs> Pretty much, basically, and uh, and everybody's got their own little personal porthole view of uh, a bunch of uh, scenes in aquatic life and stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I because you only see the beginning. I mean, you can that that's another nice thing I'll say about this attraction that I I think the lagoon looks very nice. Mm-hmm. I, I like it in its current form. I like it with the seagulls. Uh, yeah, mine, mine, mine. That's fun. Um, and you watch the submarines do a pass from the loading area. They kind of do a full loop and then they disappear behind uh, the waterfall they like move through a waterfall unless that doesn't operate anymore i don't remember I think it um does. but it moves into a show building that's kind of a thing you forget about this yes. there is a show building and a big show building and by the time you're in there you can really control it and light it and it starts feeling like you're really in the depths more than when mm-hmm. you've got natural sunlight and you can look up and see the water line yeah no mm-hmm. it's it's great again yeah a couple years ago probably right before this box maybe I, did i learn it on the twenty thousand leagues episode i don't even remember maybe Somebody, if they remember that episode can tell me when did i tr- when okay. did i learn it you tell me listeners <laughs> when i learned it much like jason didn't tell me how i got to manhattan 
from the airport. Well, this was a second gate thing. Yes, yeah. you demanded to know what tr- mm-hmm. routes you took. Many many listeners, I will say, did tell me how I did it. They knew. <laughs> they did know. Yes, from New from the, New York. Griffin, how'd you no end one. up on the Long Island or Long Island Railroad? Railroad. I had to take like an years. air train or something. Okay. Yeah. I mm-hmm. took an air train to get to the Long Island Railroad. Railroad. But now, listeners, tell me when did I learn that there was a show building for these subs? I don't know. They're gonna tell have to, me. Uh, uh, you know, like. Look at transcripts or something. Yeah. Uh, uh, find the phrase I didn't know that. Or if Mary see. Lou Henner is a listener to podcast the ride. You probably remember it perfectly because she, of course, has a perfectly uh, perfect recall in her memory. So what? <laughs> Mary Lou Henner, <laughs> Mary Lou <laughs> from Taxi. Mary Lou Henner from Taxi. Perfect... Has this never come up on the show before? No, Mary no, Lou... Well, there's uh, no. I didn't know that before. Wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, now you now listeners know when I learned that. Mary Lou Henner from Taxi has what she claims is a perfect memory. She recalls every moment in her life from like the minute minute to minute. So she can tell you like what days things happened. Does she like, is that uh, horrible? Is that a burden? Doesn't seem like it. She seems like a nice lady who's having a nice time. I always like seeing her on things. Yeah. Yeah. Looks great. If she's a listener to Podcast the Ride, she could probably tell me. Mary Lou, <laughs> would love to hear her thoughts on the submarine voyage. Of course, sure. <laughs> we'll repeat it again. If we, we didn't know you were listening, we, we of course would have given this to you as a guest. We just didn't know you were listening. Of course, uh, we'll never forget now. Much like you, Mary Lou. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so yeah, dives are all simulated, which I think they do a good job. But that's pretty good. If you know, that's we're into whole... this stuff more than others. So yeah, it fooled us. Yeah, that's and that's the whole thing. Like. To me, I think that's that's the magic with it. Yeah, like that's that's especially for kids. If you were going to make an argument for this thing sticking around, that's like maybe the only thing that I think is still kind of special about it mm-hmm. is the actual idea that the kid's going under, like you're yeah. getting going underwater. Yes, and you are. You do go underwater. Right, you do. You go just under, not, but not very far. And if you peer yes. your head really at the beginning of the ride, if you peer it all the way, stick it all the way up that porthole. Yeah. Then you can see the, the water line and right. like yes. sun or moonlight poking through. And these are technically boats I saw. These are not technically submarines. Really? They wouldn't be classified they as wouldn't subs, be you mean? classified. Huh. Interesting. Well, why is that? What is that? Because they don't dive. Oh. But they be... they maintain the the same level. And the, the whole diving time. is the crucial part. I think part the diving of... is the big Is it on a track? Part. It's on it track, is. right? Yes. Yeah, it's yeah, on yeah, a guy's for sure. track. Okay, yeah. then maybe you wouldn't call it a... Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're right probably not. They're, I guess they are... It would I be mean, a waste of a sub if it wasn't diving. <laughs> I mean, I believe the outside was fabricated by, like, a the, place a sub that maker? makes... Uh, yeah, by, the like, same. a sub maker. Yeah, but, yeah. So... Uh, by the people who make made the real ones for the military. Mm. The uh, General Dynamics is the company. Mm-hmm. They yes. actually built the actual ones. Um, and then these as well. That's kind of a... Th- that's sort of an air that... I mean, they shook this off, I would say, at some point when they painted them yellow instead of gray. Because these were, like steely gray very and, gray yeah, yeah. very cold war you know yes that's what i was heading all for. aboard it's, it's boys. extremely cold war and even and i just right before we started saw a photo of the load platform before it opened and there are there's like people are in military uniforms there are american flags draped all over so it is yeah i guess the implication is 
that you're going on sub you're going to go on a fun little submarine trip but this could be used to uh nuke to, Russia to blow up the enemy mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> the anecdote there's a lot of stories about these a lot of anecdotes the one big one I kept coming across was uh you know Nikita Khrushchev wanted when he was visiting America he wanted to go see Disneyland and they're like it's too compl- it's too much security risk and Walt was um disappointed because he's he really wanted to go like well I've got a fleet of submarines as well like he really wanted to show off his submarines well, I've got my Disneyland submarine <laughs> fleet <laughs> got my submarines that that- so the shit ever hits the fan you might have to watch out from a launch from Southern California. You might beat America, but you won't beat Disneyland. <laughs> also, I'm going to secede one day. One Look, of, that, of, the nuclear, the cloud, the cloud of radiation will just kind of float anywhere. But you know, could be coming from Disneyland. You won't know what hit. If you. Walt really be gone. one of the subs shot a missile, but not all of them. One of them was equipped with weapons. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, just in case. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Expensive to put one on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but if you know, if knots, I was gonna say, if knots, if uh-huh. there was a river from knots to Disney, they could just they could, and they had to go to war together, or go to war against each other. Mm-hmm. Then who knows? Yeah, they could send it through. The, yeah, there's, there's just through the sewers. Yeah, in the Orange County. Matterhorn area. was a missile silo. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know. No one ever knew that. Turned it into a basketball court eventually. <laughs> um, but yeah, he had a, he was ready. He, yeah, the Matterhorn was only built to keep an eye on him. Yeah. Make sure <laughs> it opens up. They don't start uh, building too big of dreams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's, keep, let's that, keep those rides dinky, shall we not? His, his frozen head, everyone's like, oh, his frozen head's under the castle. It's like, well, no. But there was a, a missile underneath the Matterhorn. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Let's talk about what this ride experience actually was. Yeah. And one thing I'm not totally clear on is, was there ever really a shift in the big, the long era of when it was uh, or initially open before the, the Nemo switch, uh, which is 59 to 98? Um, it's, I, I don't know if, that, if the experience ever changed there, but there's some videos you can watch from somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You dive. Mm-hmm. You see bubbles. <laughs> You see, it's a uh, psychological coral. trick. Um, it's a trick. You were underwater. That's what I'm saying. It's like you're more underwater than you thought. Special necessarily about what you're seeing in the tiny windows to me. So it's just the idea that oh my god, I can't believe it. This thing could blow up at any moment. <laughs> we could just sink to the bottom of the sea. <laughs> like that's the whole thing. I mean, and maybe I'm just projecting my fears when I was little. I don't know, mm-hmm. which I am often on this show. I suppose. Yeah, you told your mom, "What if this whole thing just..." imploded instantly hellishly uh trapping us and any uh, other very rich people in this yes, right. you, uh, you predicted an entire thing that happened right and mm-hmm. and look this is an anecdote i did tell on the other sub story but i will tell it again because it's many years later that i think i lied and said i had to pee to get out of going on this as we got to the front of the line and Dis- the disney world version oh 
So you made it all the way through? I believe we waited like an hour in line. And then I was like, mommy, I have to pee. And I think, though, I probably had to pee to some degree, but I think I was scared. Yeah. I think I was scared of the briny deep. Now that I've done some theme park with a child, how angry I would be. How much this would That's wear just... me down. On the other side of it, like, oh, my God. Yeah, After is... the slowest load wait. My mom was like argue, like bargaining with me. Like, come on, we just, we waited. Can we do? No, I have to go. I think I have to go. I have to pee. Oh, oh. I have to do it. When As soon as uh, my son develops the ability to lie better, that, yeah. is a, that is a weapon that I'm sure, this is, this is what parenting is, I'm sure, is then, then that weapon is used uh, every day. out. Yeah, the invention, when he invents it. <laughs> the invention of lying, yes. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, if you don't uh, chicken out and pretend you have to pee, um, yeah. you know, you, it, it starts pretty gentle. It's kind of more realistic sea life, and, uh, and there's some fish swimming around, and then big, big parts of it is a graveyard of lost ships. Uh, you go to the North Pole like the real ship did the the real nautilus mm-hmm. um and then they start because it's supposed to be like realistic and militaristic they have to but they want to do goofy stuff they don't want yeah. you don't want to just uh, look at, at fish and sunken ships right um so you see mermaids you see atlantis oh yeah this is a very active volcano or uh, uh as well i was gonna say a volcano uh, uh it's a very active submarine trip where you see a volcano as well you see giant squids uh and a and a big goofy sea serpent as mm-hmm. we said and then they have to justify all this as uh that the pilot is hallucinating that he's, he's right. losing his mind yes yeah doesn't inspire a lot of faith uh, when your submarine captain is starting to crack, <laughs> <laughs> bad cat. Is this the first like debut of the bad captain? And I don't mean to insult mm. Rex on Star Tours, yeah. But is this the first? Is that a trope started here? Perhaps like of this. I guess you could say. I mean, a bad captain is someone who is like tripping during captaining. That is a bad captain. No offense. If to it's captains. on, if it's on purpose, but if it's just, well, due I guess to, you're right. Well, he should get his head cease. together and not be like because uh, the voyage just started. Yeah. So I've like he should have known. Somebody should have known to not let him take the wheel. Yeah. Of the sub, if he's going to hallucinate literally a minute into he the rants and raves. However, right. wait, we've said all this, but you see it too. Is it that it, maybe he's not bad? Maybe if we're seeing it. But he and and it's it is real. It's just so silly that he can only justify mm. a cross-eyed sea serpent. This must be sea madness. Uh-huh. I need to check myself in somewhere as soon as this trip is over. And then he's wrongfully institutionalized. So he's not. You're saying we're all seeing the same thing, and we're all kind of going through it together. If we're seeing it, then yes. Yeah, is I think just, he's. Somebody release like there's a gas in the sub, maybe, <laughs> and we're all sort of on the same page with its hallucinogenic effects or or just imagine him going home that day and it all did happen and like how was your day at work sweetie you're not gonna believe this shit Mm -hmm. this was the most interesting day so much goddamn stuff in that sub happened Mm -hmm. and sorry and you sorry you were only out for uh nine minutes or so yeah yeah i know that's what i'm saying i saw atlantis (laughs) <laughs> I saw mermaids. I had to do everything in my power yeah. to not get uh, uh, seduced by them mm-hmm. and to end up back here with you, honey. Yeah. So I, I would imagine like, the. Uh, it depends. In the narrative of the ride, is it clear where we're supposed to be? Because obviously it's not Disneyland 
Or is it Disneyland? Hmm. Is Disneyland, is Atlantis contained in Disneyland? I guess so. So or, that know, is five minutes away. Right. It's in whatever so, rivers in Orange County. Okay. So that's interesting too, because mm-hmm. maybe if you're, if the sub driver or what you, sub captain is his daily routine is going to work at Disneyland, then that's a different thing than just like we're supposed to believe this is a, a, a journey we're taking and it's starting in the middle of whatever, the Pacific Ocean or something. Sure, sure. So um, I like to think that Atlantis is actually hidden in Disneyland. That's fun. Uh-huh. And we should be able to It's like there was, there was just something about the area. You know, Walt had a feeling. He picked it seemingly at random, but maybe... It was uh, there was really as many mermaids calling to him from the, the helicopter where he was pointing at land and saying, "Why don't I own that?" Yeah, the little island of Disneyland should be like a golden book, oh, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you look for the little island because, of course, we're t- I'm talking about the little man of Disneyland, which was an old golden book where you would go, you would learn about the uh, little like leprechaun. Was he a leprechaun? <laughs> Uh, pretty d- much a leprechaun. Pretty much a leprechaun. He lived in the land that Disneyland was built on. They skirted the copyright, whoever actually owns the concept owns. of leprechauns. Right. Yeah. Walt didn't want to pay the owner of the IP, the <laughs> IP of leprechauns. Hey, uh, what ye be wanting? <laughs> that's, that is a pirate voice, not a look. Irish is not something I can do. No. Oh, it's hard. Yeah. Uh, I shiver can't do me that. timbers. Uh, happy St. Patrick's Day to I ye. can only. I'm Irish. Hello. <laughs> peace and love. Hello. From hello. Ireland. Peace I'm and love, baby. I'm man of Disneyland. <laughs> what an Irish boy kiss an Irish girl. Uh, so Masters of voices. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's, we're three rich Theater of the We're mind. so lucky you get to. Do theater there's, of the mind with us. There's so many voices in here. You'd think we had the whole cover of Sergeant Pepper in the room with us. <laughs> we can do all the different characters from the cover all of the Sergeant Pepper's, uh, uh, which I can only name. <laughs> May West and WSA Farrell. Did we look them? There, they have the names, but are they named because of the Bee Gees movie? Do they have character names, or were those character names actually? Well, there's Billy Shears, of, but then the other course. the other ones. Uh, one of them them is Billy Shears, but I forget who the other. I don't know. They're all. But they're, they're named in the brothers. Bee Gees Sergeant Pepper. Yeah, I don't movie. remember if that's from Beatles mythology or if that's something oh, okay. that the Bee Gees and Peter Frampton uh, brought to the table. Well, that's something we have to look um, into. Please, you know, hey, nudge us if you want us to do the Sergeant Pepper movie on the oh, second yeah. gate. Stop us if you don't want us to do it. <laughs> Stop Just us. Way in either way. Yeah, yeah, because you you know when we get our sights on something. Uh, I love the Sergeant Pepper. I've watched it many a time willingly. Mm-hmm. Uh, um Okay, but so uh, there's all that stuff. And you know something you got to give us credit for is there's two sides to the submarine, two sets of windows. They mm-hmm. had to build everything twice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So oh, yeah. you built. they built two That's rides. Cool. Yeah. Good, good job, everybody. Yes. Most rides are only one ride. Most rides are only one ride, except for this, which, yeah, that's a thing I also just never thought about. Mm-hmm. I assumed, I don't know, I don't know what Your I respect, You are getting a great show, and the other side are a bunch of saps. Yeah. Who just look at, who just see dark water. Right. And dead mermaids. Oh, no. <laughs> just floating I there. only saw corpses. Oh, no. Oh, I don't want to ride on the dead side. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's The sea too. is unforgiving, son. The sooner you learn, the better. <laughs> yeah. Why you don't marry a mermaid? Because, <laughs> of course, they Drown did have them. the mer- real people playing mermaids in this lagoon. Yes. At one yeah. point. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Um, uh, th- th- that's some odd Disney. Arcania that like 
mid 60s in the in the summer uh, uh you know right around when yellow submarine was released of course yeah uh there were live mermaids on the rocks who waved to visitors uh, mm-hmm. from the lagoon for longer than i thought like they were doing this for years Couple you have it summers i think i yeah. think there was there was some presence of mermaids around when it opened but then it became a regular thing mid 60s mm. and do we know how long do you, do you have a year that it lasted or or i think it ended in 67 mm, that's okay. right that's not like 65 67 yeah um they held auditions in the disneyland hotel pool they had a, a height requirement, able-bodied girls from mm. four, uh, four, uh, <laughs> from like five four to five seven, I think. I'm sure everyone, the judges were very respectful. Oh yeah, yes, this, this entire uh, affair must have been. <laughs> this must have been a delight to go through. <laughs> okay, we'll string your legs up, uh, put on this, put on this star bra. Ouch, uh-huh. it's pointy. Yeah, you'll get used to it. Was sure. it, wait? What were the were, was everyone's midriff showing? Do we? Well, I believe, believe this they was were a midriff yeah. situation. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Because again, I was, told, I was told many times by my mother over the years that Annette Funicello was told by Mr. Disney not to show her navel in certain movies. So if Walt was very like uh, prudish about seeing a lady's belly. But I wonder about in this instance, the mermaids. He was not so worried about because it was accurate to the lore of mermaids. <laughs> yes, the, I, the lore of scientifically mermaids had uh, uh, shell bras, so right. you have to go with science. So Walt was like, "Well, all right," and then he was like, "Oh, and they'll be a far enough away from the visitors, and uh, they won't have to be they see the belly up close." And I'm just happy that uh, because of their uh, the fin that covers their second half, that you don't you don't see any butt. <laughs> well, le- I think leg. I think butt. They couldn't even say leg. <laughs> no oh, leg. No, no games. No, no. Disgusting, well, sinful legs. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but uh, yeah. So I'm interested that Walt would allow this. I would think he should have put them in like a full mermaid like bodysuit, a mermaid gown. Yes, yes. And then they'd be in the water. The reasons they gave, you know, there. Uh, there's always the anecdote of like guy oh there was a couple guys who jumped in and swam out to them and it was weird but the the reasons i saw given of like why they stopped doing this were much more like practical mm-hmm. like people would stand on the walkway by the matterhorn to take pictures and that would cause crowding and then the mermaids were like we're concerned for our health being around this much chlorine and diesel exhaust. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it um, sounds awful. Yes. Uh, those are two bad things to be near. It, it turned their hair green, mm-hmm. which is something I remember mm-hmm. about the happening to my sister growing up. Uh, what a being... disturbing thing. That yeah, is yeah. weird. Uh, uh, <laughs> just your full body goes into very chlorinated... <laughs> It is weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I remember specifically a girl in my neighborhood like dyed her hair blonde over the summer and then swam in a pool a bunch and then it was a little green. Hmm. And you'd think like there had been a terrorist attack on our family. Like she the parents were so like oh, and this is the green hair. I, like they were just so bewildered by this, did, like shell shock. Like they shell, were, like, yeah, shell shock. That's a good way to put it. Like and a it's tragedy like, had happened to the family. Looking back, it's like 
This girl was 11 years old. Well, wait, are you saying that they were like upset that like something might be dangerous in the water and turn their their daughter's hair green? Or are you saying like they didn't like the idea that she had such a wild hair color? It was the wild hair color. And it's like the grief of like when your mom would take you to get a haircut and they would do not a great job and they would just be stewing about it for days. Like, God. Your mom would be? Hmm. I, my mom this would be This might be a Sheridan-specific so, situation. Yeah, this, yeah, I'd like oh, to hear more about this. <laughs> uh, there, uh, Sheridan's and other mothers in the neighborhood. You just overhear and then it's like, well, and then the hair... We're not going there anymore because it's it's like, who gives a shit about your kid's nasty hair? Like, who cares? It's going to grow back, you know? There are 10. It's going to grow in instantly. So this is from a direct memory of when you got a shitty little boy haircut. And your mom was upset Have about you seen it. Well, the Sheridan boy. Yeah. Oh. It's a little <laughs> hard to fuck up a bowl cut, Michael. You know, I uh, agree with you. I'm just saying it sounds like this is from personal experience. I just remember so much, and it's like, and they're gonna think I'm a like pe- hearing adults lament, and it's like, oh, and they're gonna think I'm a bad mother, and it's like, who's gonna think that? <laughs> what? <laughs> But then they are. God, this is, does seem like a gossipy situation. Everyone yeah. is. Everyone does there have their. There was definitely their some gossip of like, and did you see her green? Well, she, you know, you dye it, and then if you go swimming too quick, and it's just like, what does it matter? Yeah, what are you concerned about her health? Mm-hmm. It was just they were like, now we have a wild green haired daughter. Yeah, yeah. and and uh, it, it too. When you would swim in, like, friends' pools in the neighborhood, it would be, you would have the thought, I would have the thought at least, of, like, feels like there is either too much chlorine in this pool or not enough chlorine. Mm-hmm. Oh, at yeah, the same you're... token, though, you're saying that, uh, oh, and then my daughter's hair ended up getting dyed gray. Get over it. It's going to go back. Yeah, what I am saying get over it. it. I am saying. <laughs> well, you know. I just, it depends on what the reasoning is. Because if it's just the worried about the color, who cares? I agree with you. But if they're saying like, you know, Mr. Johnson, they accidentally dumped the whole bottle of chlorine, the whole jug of chlorine, in, and now my daughter's hair is green. My daughter doesn't have pupils anymore. Yeah. Then I understand why you would be like gossiping about Mr. Johnson's pool. I don't think ambient health, when everyone is like blasting cigs indoors and burning blueberry candles, try to clean it up. I don't think they were necessarily concerned about. You have a really specific neighborhood picture. Blueberry candles, cigarettes, the greenest of pools, and the meanest of of gossip. (laughs) You know? I like, I like, I mean, I know, I know to some degree what you're saying, gossip wise. You know, I remember my grandmother gossiping about her friends and everything. I do remember my mom being like a little bit too worried about, you know, maybe appearance things for me. But you are painting a very specific picture of your childhood that I would like to hear more about. Well, and uh, the blueberry candles thing, uh, that stuck in my mind because I can, like, remember, like, three houses. Like, it was not just the next-door neighbors. Multiple people. We're covering up We're the covering up with, with, like, blueberry Yankee candle. candle, blueberry candle. Well, you so. go into town. What city are we dealing with here? Huh? Where you grew where, up. Yeah, where, 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 where were you living in this neighborhood? Oh, uh, Booth Wynn, Port of Troy, Chester, in Delaware County. Booth, whoa, <laughs> sounds a lot of words. Booth Wynn, Port of Troy, what? Booth, Booth, Booth Wynn, what's Wynn, the name of the town? Booth, Booth Wynn, Wynn was the borough, Chichester was the overall town. Okay, Chichester. Chichester was like, 
yeah, that was our said town. that on the show before? You're from Chichester? I'm from Chichester, Pennsylvania. Upper so. Chichester, and then there was a lower to, Chichester. I wouldn't have been able to pull that The out. Chai, as they Somebody call it. it. <laughs> Chirac. Um, <laughs> wow, I guess I didn't know that. I would have, that's the thing I should know about you. You go to downtown Chichester, and there's the bad barber. There's the barber who fucks up every haircut, and then right next to it is the all blueberry candle store. The blueberry candle yes. store, and then the yeah, chlorine yeah. store is next to it. That's very cheap, <laughs> so people buy too much of it. Sure. Um, <laughs> uh, for 20 cents. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. The um, aquarium store is in Mayor of Easttown. She goes and buys. Like from the, your childhood? From my childhood. Oh, wow. It was next to one of the elementary schools. So That's cool. Yeah. Did you see that in the theater? Uh, it's an HBO show. <laughs> the, <laughs> hell yeah. Did you go to the premiere? <laughs> go to the, yeah. yeah, I know. The theater. The, the premiere. The, the Grauman's Chinese theater. I know. Did you see that in the theater? <laughs> I'm not completely out of it when it comes to movies and TV that are out. He saw the play it was based on. I'm more of a music guy, okay? <laughs> I know new music. Got so many half albums to listen to. He doesn't have yes. time to find out what's a movie or a God show. damn it. <laughs> I'm a music guy. Well, we'll get to some music stuff soon. We better. Yeah. We better stop, we've got we, some stop sea, confusing me. We've got some sea shanties to discuss. Stop confusing me is what all I ask. Uh, um, okay, so... Uh, uh, all right, mermaid's green hair. Wait, did I have another mermaid thing? Uh, um, oh, they also just had to... <laughs> All right, you have like ride vehicles on a track, big lumbering ride vehicles on a track. Probably want to keep the humans swimming nearby away from them with like a big clear fence or something. Yeah. No, didn't do that. They, was just, they just said, stay 15 feet away. So the girls just had to eyeball 15 feet. And they said, one of them said, if you got too close, you could feel the suction of propellers. And that oh scared God. some of the girls. <laughs> Oh, it did it? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. A little sucked. You're all right. Your hair gets a little green. You get a little sucked up. It's fine. Um, it's going to it's going to zip your fin off first and then you'll you'll have at least one full second to get out of the propeller after that. You have to This is just the, the worst it's the worst process to get a job and then it's the worst job. A dangerous job. Yeah. Not, not, not well paid, if you can imagine. And yeah. then, and then, like, men are uh, leering at you, throwing coins at you like you're a human fountain. Yeah. Um, and then to get out of there, you had to, like, because they, they wanted to just, uh, you know how the way that they do, like, the character meet and greets where, like, there's always a Mickey out. And it's like, oh, Mickey yeah. has to step away for a second. And then he, he does, and he comes back, and there's another Mickey. Uh, they did the same thing. We're just like, quick mermaid, uh, <laughs> just quick cigarette break. And mm -hmm. then they were just like, like they would have to like dive into the show building and then get picked up from there. Oh, so a God. dive was involved. You had to fully submerge again near a ride vehicle and track. And then like men were waiting there to like get them up the ladder and, and I'm to sure take that the fins was, off. I'm sure that was pleasant too. <laughs> the men that were waiting there to take <laughs> the 21 year old girl's <laughs> fin off. There's no way that wasn't <laughs> incredibly inappropriate. I'm not good with names. I just call you five foot five. <laughs> <laughs> and that was like the nicer guy probably. Yeah. He Jeez. put out his cigarette before he hoisted you. <laughs> I hope. Well, if you're lucky, he did. Yeah. Well, it gets you know they'll they'll come off in the water probably. Yeah. Uh, uh, I won't cinch you. Let's uh -huh. sit wet skin. Um. Uh. This was not the only. It was not the mermaids only who had occupational hazards uh, working 
with the submarine. The uh, the drivers, the drivers of the, I think this this was considered one of the worst rides to work at Disneyland. Um, we're talking about madness and uh, and fumes and all that. It yeah. kind of happened because, and a lot of this I'm pulling from the book More Mouse Tales. Um, you, <laughs> all right. So they're like they're standing in the middle of the vehicles, and then since they're standing, they've got like a vantage mm-hmm. point up in that little cab, um, which is that you know that's a little like head cage that they're in basically and at least the way it used to work the air circulation on the submarine I forget how many people you got on board probably like close to 40 um and so you've got uh diesel fumes you've got chlorine mm-hmm. you've got the smells of everyone of all of these strangers mixing on board i don't think ventilation's great really mm. uh, uh, beyond that so like Stranger smells diesel chlorine all getting like perfectly trapped up in that little head box that they're oh in. Oh my god. Uh, like if you took all of those smells and put it in a hat box and then put the hat box on and then had to do it for an entire uh, 10 minute trip. That's kind of what this was like. Yeah. Um quote, you spent the you spent the day sucking diesel fumes and chlorine. Uh various employees called it obnoxious, the worst and a, a dungeon. Oh my god. There was a uh it's an 8 minute 15 second trip or it was at least. Uh if a kid got scared uh Mike style and could not use the bathroom excuse mm-hmm. and was upset and claustrophobic reasonably. Look, claustrophobia is a real thing on this ride. Sure. Uh but if it happened to a kid and they like they wanted out, there was no way out. There's no- nothing you could do. Right. So that's the full 8 minute trip with just screaming child the mm-hmm. whole time. Um there was also a story of a woman this smells especially bad one day, and the, there's some grumbling. Driver realizes a woman is changing her baby's diaper <laughs> mid-ride. Uh. <laughs> then ride finishes, and she just gets <laughs> off and leaves the diaper just sitting oh, on the chair. God Come bless on. her. God bless her for that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. The lack of awareness. <laughs> and then so he, the driver, just like, I am not letting her get away with this. And, she, and he ran down, got it, said to her, hey, you left a package on board. And she was like, oh, I did? not expecting the diaper she puts her hand out and he just plops the diaper in her hand <laughs> waves and walks away and all the other passengers were still close by so they all gave a round of applause to that <laughs> that is a good story mm-hmm. uh, uh so you have to add in that one trip the smell of baby shit to all those things that the driver had to endure trapped in a submarine yeah because we you, you know we've been through this uh, well uh, we have a diaper genie of course that traps the the soul of the poops <laughs> and when you open up the top of it like the oh containment my. unit in Ghostbusters, ah! you get the ghosts of every poop that she's ever made. So imagine putting your head in there, and then a bu- and then gasoline and chlorine on top. Yeah, of Yeah, add in the other ones. All right, other have elements. a good ten minutes. Yes, uh, and that's a good. That's a scented thing. The diaper genie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is Blueberry. diaper genie not one of the things that's like handed down to new parents? Uh, uh you mean shouldn't be your gift yeah no yeah it's, yeah it, we've had two different uh, diaper pail we've had the diaper genie is newer and it's a little more efficient than the old one we had but it's it's designed to make it seem like it's gonna um not absorb the smell as bad as the other ones but i don't believe that that is happening i believe it smells the ghosts are stuck in there mm-hmm. and you can't you'd have to have a really expensive thing that could completely like completely stay fresh forever. So if you're having a baby shower and somebody shows up with a clearly re-gifted diaper genie, diaper genie with a big smile, 
I'm waiting. Uh, yeah, I would say <laughs> thank you. Unless they've like doused it in chlorine or something to kill it, to kill the germs or bleach or something, and maybe that would work. Mm-hmm. I don't think they should probably gift it. I, I that's my feeling. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you can effectively clean it. But I'll say that the last diaper pail that was still pretty or whatever diaper garbage can, uh, I tried cleaning it. Impossible. Oh, no. <laughs> there were just part of like. They were just in there. It was baked in there forever. And I said, this is, I spent like a half hour trying to do it. And I was like, never mind. Oh, Getting no. a new one. <laughs> yeah. No, no, not working. They're so we'll see. We'll see in a couple mechanisms. months when I, we'll see in a couple months if it's, if it's baked in forever on this thing. Mm. But I think it is. If it needs a refurb. So, yeah. So I don't know if the insides of a submarine would keep the, the duty smell of a baby's <laughs> poop. Uh, stuck in there. I don't know. The um, um uh pilot um of the submarine, I saw they had a seat for a little while. Okay, and that was removed oh. because they would stop paying attention and get in collisions. Oh no! <laughs> and then the other thing is, and this made me want to try and find other rides with this. There was a dead man switch. Are you guys familiar with the concept of a dead man switch? I actually don't. I saw that phrase and I don't know what it is. So I think it goes back to uh, locomotives and the idea being like it has to be depressed or squeezed at all times. And uh, if it if it lets go, uh, if you let go of it, um, it like it would stop. It would stop going. I believe. What what is it though? Well, it's like um a, a button or like a, a lever you have to constantly hold on to. I always learned about it from like trains in the old west. If bandits came on board and shot the conductor, <laughs> shot the right, he killed would the guy. It, yeah. they oh. would release it and the train would stop okay. so that it wouldn't be out of control. So there was a dead man switch on the submarine. Oh. Interesting, um, but then that made me go. How many attractions have a dead man Wait, switch? And they, it's I understand why it's called a dead man switch, a dead man's switch. But w- were they afraid that one of the sub captains was going to die mid journey? I guess, or there would be some sort of incident. <laughs> they did apparently deal with collisions back in the day, and uh-huh. like I think your little sub running into another little sub. So I guess it was just- very unnerving. Well, yeah, I wouldn't like that. Um, so I guess they were just like they don't they don't trust the people they hired necessarily to not get like zoned out during one of these like turnarounds. Zoned out or zonked by diesel fumes. Right. So they had because that seems like so unpleasant to be holding this thing all day long. Yeah. To make sure for ten minute stints. Right. Yeah. So I guess I guess it worked. Maybe I don't know. You pay attention. You hold. You keep a thing. You hold it. You don't drop it. Right. Um, and uh, uh, a, a seat is distracting. Because mm-hmm. yeah, if you if there's if somebody's changing a diaper right near that captain and he passes out, then the thing will stop. So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's good. I guess it's smart. This is the 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 difficulties of running the thing are are one issue. Another 
is uh, this this lagoon is massive. Apparently, when it opened, it was the mm. largest body of filtered water in the world. Wow, I didn't see that. that That's crazy. As I say it, it doesn't sound right because aren't there like wave pools or like those big, you know, like uh, by the by the pier in Santa Cruz is like a big bathing hall. Yeah. Maybe they weren't filtered. I don't know. Maybe it was a lie. Could be a lie. Like when they said it was the eighth largest submarine fleet because that's not oh. true because if they aren't submarines if they're boats. right right uh but anyway i think what is true is that they refurbished this ride in 1988 they dra- they did the like the longest drain of it that they'd done in a long time and they found that the lagoon was losing 300,000 gallons of water a day. Oh, God. <laughs> Every day. Chlorinated Every day. water uh, seeping yeah. into the uh, below. Not a good uh, thing. Not good for all the residents of, uh, of Atlantis. Um, <laughs> and, and also, it like, uh, oh, okay, wait. So they, they fixed that. All right, let's seal up all those cracks and everything, and they got it to where... Post the refurbishment, uh, they only lost a, a mere fifty thousand a day. Woo, woo. That's oh, what it okay. was. Well, that's reasonable. Potentially, still is. This is when you're dealing with yeah. something that hasn't been done. When nobody's made a like plaster-lined submarine <laughs> lagoon or whatever it is. Um, yeah. So this gets us into, and we know. Look, we th- this this whole area. This is interconnected with Autopia, which we've had our complaints about, which we've had our our eye on, real estate yeah. wise. Uh, doesn't smell good coming out of those cars. Then all th- this really is like eco disaster alley. Yes, you could justify you could justify it using just the environment mm-hmm. to demolish, not just that we want a new ride or two. If we need to get past the purists. Right. Who like need this to still be there because they grew up with it? Maybe right. that is a good reason. An exaggerated. They're willing to lie about some of these facts if they need to falsify mm. an EPA report <laughs> in order to get these things out of there. Yes, that's uh, what they yes. got to do. So I think that's a good justification for yeah demolition. Yeah. Um, I in the defunct land video, Kevin mentions this used nine million gallons of water to stay full. Jaws the ride, also a lot of a lot of water. That was only five million gallons, so nearly half. Whoa, really? That seems so much bigger. That's interesting. Yeah, Weird. but I don't know if that's deep. Oh, hmm. maybe. Yeah, that, oh. maybe that's. Oh, right. maybe it's kind of shallow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, could be. I don't know. Uh, um, I'm kind of I'm heading to Nemo era or closure era. But yeah. is there anything before we we do that? Well, no, Anything I guess Anything about not. the military days that we miss? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. I never got to go on this version of it. No. Um, they were yellow. They were painted yellow in 86, which, as Jason said, is the where it becomes research subs. And that's what I knew. That's right. my first Disneyland visit, So they, which I've always... I like the yellow. I think it's uh, friendly and nice. I like seeing them go by. Yeah. Um, yeah. The names, the names changed in, when it reopened in 87. Mm-hmm. Uh... The original names are a very um, military focus. Mm-hmm. Nautilus, Seawolf, Skate, Skipjack, Triton. It's like Skipjack. Skipjack is cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a syndicated show I would watch seven Skipjack. seasons of. And then the last three are all Revolutionary War uh, figures George Washington, Patrick Henry, Ethan Allen. Oh, an Ethan Allen sub. Not, no, you not, don't, don't get confused. It's not Byron Allen. Oh, okay. Uh, Sorry, I did get. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, did you're think thinking. That. Of, I, was I love thinking Ethan Allen's Allen. comics unleashed. I was thinking of that. Yeah. So then they switch to Nautilus, Neptune. Nautilus stays the same. Nautilus, Neptune, Sea Star, Explorer, Seeker, Argonaut, 
Triton Seawolf. And it was written on the subs, these names, somewhere? Do we have any confirmation of that? Think I would think so. Does anyone know these? Must be, right? I would think so, because then, like, you know, we've talked about many times on the show uh, how exciting it was to get certain cars on dark rides. Mm-hmm. You'd get different dwarves on the seven. The oh, seven, I'm Sea Star or nothing. Yeah. Like, you know what? Like, I won't even go on right. it. Unless mommy, it's mommy, we're getting Ethan Allen today. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Skip ja- Oh, we don't. Skip Jack is oh, the group Skip in front Jack of us. Full. Oh. oh, we got the neck. Yeah. Like, we are like, all children who would have, like, oh, yeah. Patrick Henry. Hooray. <laughs> <laughs> I know him from my studies. Uh, Argonaut again. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I don't, I don't see much discussion about the different names when people are recounting. That being said, I also don't see a ton of discussion about the subs in general. I feel like the subs, and maybe I'm getting ahead of myself again. The subs discourse is just once in a while when someone threatens to take it away. That's when somebody goes, "Hey, wait, no, 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 mm-hmm. we need them." Versus like, there's there's rides that people are constantly talking about that have been there for fifty years. Sure, yeah, I think it's just that you go back into Walt era. I think if it's a Walt thing, yeah, and I think this was like a primary memory for a lot of people. I'm sure. Imagine like go back to pre Pirates of the Caribbean, pre Haunted Mansion, Disneyland. Yeah. If you're at Disneyland, then this is one of the best things to do. You're you're locked in on this. Yeah, and it feels oh sure. Yes, it feels special, especially the subs. I would even say the subs more than Autopia, just because you've been in a car at that point probably. Obviously, you're getting to drive the car, which is yeah, a transformative. I, th- I, th- I think there. I think there's more of that. I think there's more love of my first drive on Utopia, the, the, uh, Utah, Utopia, Utopia, Utopia. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess, I guess. But it just for as a kid, I just remember this blowing my mind a little bit more. Even though I liked Utopia and or the Speedway, mm-hmm. this definitely felt like kind of a crazy thing you got to do. Sure. Yeah. Well, you were a big James Mason kid. Are you you love that Peter Renaday <laughs> sound alike. Um, you were, uh, you've never not look. I knew who he was, but you were the James Mason boy. Let's be <laughs> there's honest. No right. There's yeah. no question. There's no question. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk about the subs disappearance yeah. when it uh, when it went away. Uh, I think it was rumored for a long time. Uh, and people were, this is a very like online upset thing. Uh, you know, it's, it's like a, it's a, uh, cheapening out era of the Paul Pressler oh, era. Pressler era. We're losing, uh, uh, if you don't know, he's like a, he was a controversial, uh, president of the Disneyland resort. It was like cutting what a lot of people felt were basics and fundamentals. Yes. Eventually he says, uh, you know, this thing's getting a little outdated. I think we are looking at what else to do there. Um, and it closes, it closes in September 98, right after New Tomorrowland opens. Yeah. So like <laughs> Tomorrowland's back and refreshed and better than ever. And now, uh, yeah, d- that body of water over there. Uh, no, that's a that's going to be a graveyard for a while. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about that. Don't ask questions about Some, that. That something was in the air, I guess. Because remember, right at the turn of the millennium, they're like, "All right, and that's it for Horizons." Like, yeah, right. The yeah, future yeah. looking ride. Well, I think if if anything needed some serious love, if anything needed some some love and care, they decided instead to to blow it up and do something else. Um, this taking the subs away was not. The audience wasn't happy. The Imagineers weren't happy. I've found some <laughs> some quotes. Uh, the great Tony Baxter 
uh, told on the day when it closed, he told Paul Pressler, this is one of the worst days of my life. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good life if you're the submarines going away. Tony, Um, don't worry. It's going to get worse. (laughs) They're going to close more shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. No kidding. Uh, Yeah, wait till you see what happens to Figment. Um, uh, Marty Sklar said, if they... Close the subs. If the, if we close the subs without a replacement ready, I will lie in the middle of Harbor Boulevard. <laughs> <laughs> that is something he said. Um, and then it happened. It totally happened. He didn't follow yeah. through, and that's good. Uh, lived a lived a good life without mm-hmm. getting crushed by a car. Um, not to say that they didn't try, because there was an era in which. All hopes were on a little movie, a little movie <laughs> that we hope will be the movie that could. Yeah. It's a movie called Atlantis. Uh, sub called The Lost Empire? Question mark. Does that sound right? I've never yeah. seen it. It is Atlantis, The Lost Empire. Atlantis, The Lost Empire. This is maybe the way to get life into that mm-hmm. lagoon again. And I'd only heard that rumor. I hadn't heard more. I looked into, is there more? There was more. This would have been no mere reskin. We right. aren't just throwing the beloved characters down there. You don't just pass by Milo, Milo. Thatch <laughs> or Commander Lyle Tiberius Rourke. There's more than that. Tiberius, uh, that was the middle name of Captain James T. Kirk, played by William Shatner. Must have been a nod. I then. think so. Wow. Lyle Tiberius Rourke is yeah. a reference to James Tiberius Kirk. That's right. Um, so, uh, there's actually, there's concept art of this that you can look at and it would have been like, in, in addition to, you know, reskinning the submarines and like, and refreshing them and making it all look cooler over there, they were going to build a big volcano. This was pre Disney sea. Right. I'm trying to remember if I took a screenshot of it or not. Um, but you could like, it would have been a ride that dropped you off. You would have actually gotten out. Oh wait, I got it. I mean, it looks extremely like it's, um, it's very Disney sea. It's very yeah. like what they're doing. Um, uh, the the Peter Pan area that's opening soon, Fantasy mm-hmm. Springs. Um, and then there was going to be stuff to do in that volcano. Look at this concept yeah, art. That this is immaculate. Is awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, and and then then monorail is still runs through it. It runs through the volcano. Yeah. Um, looks really neat. Here's something I didn't know. Not only did that concept art get drawn up, they were tr- the Imagineers desperate to do this, really wanting to do it, actually uh, put a tarp over the yes. submarine area. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. sound this? Yeah, it's so good. This is crazy. <laughs> Almost as if to to like broadcast. To, yeah. uh, it was like a hostage message. Like, <laughs> can we blink and let the people on the outside know we're tr- we're <laughs> we're okay in here? Uh, they put up a sign without asking management that says. Atlantis Expedition, Imagineering mm-hmm. Preparation, uh, <laughs> something or other. The hub- I guess track. the hubris there, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. But also, it's I, close to an announcement. That's like, yeah, as clo- yeah. and they did. They, hey, pretty punk, you got to say, right? You do have to say that. that they Tony just Baxter. did it and didn't ask permission. <laughs> Tony Baxter, who I assume thinks the Beatles are too rock and roll. <laughs> Definitely a punk move. On his part. <laughs> <laughs> he listens to exclusively Sherman Brothers. That's I it. would think so. I would think he, he's a James Mason kid. <laughs> he was not a Ringo Starr kid. Um, too Can wild. I, I, uh, Atlantis, you know, it did. 
I guess kind of make its money back. It wasn't a total bomb. Have you seen it? Uh, no, I've never seen it. Uh, I I was like, oh, I should find that on. Assuming it's on Disney Plus. Some of the movies it opened against around that time: Shrek, Lara Croft, Tomb Raider, Doctor Doolittle Two, and The Fast and the Furious. So wow. stiff competition that lost summer. All of those battles, I think. This from the sound of I it, I think so. They're all yeah, big, yeah. big hits. Um. And think about all the movies that didn't do well that would have given us cool shit like that. Like yeah. all these movies that you're like, haha, Atlanta's or whatever. And like, I haven't seen it. I don't know. Maybe it's a good one. Maybe it isn't. But all these different movies that if it actually had been a massive hit, we would be in better shape parts wise. Well, as we talk about Tomorrowland and, and like the Tomorrowland curse and the Tomorrowland problem, yeah. it keeps the hopes keep getting pinned on movies that don't end up doing right. great. And one of those obviously being Tomorrowland yes. in general. It is too bad that uh, the futuristic properties keep not working out. Mm-hmm. And it's just that, uh, the fact that all we got at this point is Tron and that the Tron movies technically do well <laughs> even yes. enough that they're you know they're making they're making trend as trend. As, a, as which i'm ripping off from many people online yeah there was a director's chair of tron 3 styled as tr 3n which just looks like trend yeah um so trends happening leto jillian uh jillian anderson never miss leto i call him yeah <laughs> no matter what you put him in no matter what disney property you put him in uh-huh. guaranteed box office gold. Mama me, I'm in the game grid. Yeah, that's right. I hope he does his uh, Versace voice. Uh-huh. Versace yeah. or his WeWork voice? Oh, yeah. Master yeah. of voices. It's like Texas. Like, like, like podcast back. the ride. Yeah, same thing. Maybe he'll do Mel a Ringo Blanc. voice. I love when a Tron kiss a girl. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so. Yes, Tron is the only <laughs> technically successful. I think like, so. How many Trons are we going to get? Though again, I'm I think I'm I'm in the top tier of Tron fans, and I don't care for the movies. Yeah, <laughs> I guess it can't be upset that they're trying to do more. But if uh, it leads to more, uh, yeah, I don't. Yes. Th- the odds are low that I'll be seeing trend. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I think they should do Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland with a two. Two and then yeah, no T on the. Maybe it'll catch up this time. Like the cult will have. Uh... I will. We've said it before. I know real quick. Nothing was kind of more exciting than the idea of like Brad Bird is doing a movie called Tomorrowland about the Disneyland Tomorrowland. And I was like, holy shit! Whoa! Those are the days when you didn't know that wasn't going to work out. When you could just go to the park whenever you yeah. wanted. None of these ticket reservations. None of this nonsense. You never know how good you have it. At a mm-hmm. certain moment in your life. Probably for some of that, we had a, a real president, George W. Bush. Yes. <laughs> Somebody who knew what they were doing. Okay. I, I assume Obama was in the White House at this point. <laughs> for but some of it. Yeah, For yeah. some of it, but- uh, <laughs> Well, I don't, I don't like those. I don't like to talk about that. Time. I hear you. I, I miss the- yeah. Sure, sure. Uh, the good old days, <laughs> as they call them. But yeah, no, I, I was just like, oh my God, the idea of it, the concept of that, and then the idea that, well, once this thing takes over the box office, now we're getting- Matter of time, Matter everything of time. he does is a hit. Slam dunk. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wonder what that Star Wars would have been like too, because they they he was he was gonna do one. He was gonna he was, he was in there. He was in there pre JJ. Yeah. Well, and George, look, George was working on it before he sold to Disney. What would have George's pure vision? I mean, he was gonna do the George was gonna direct the first one. That was the whole plan. Is George was gonna direct seven and then sell to Disney? But 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 that would have been the wills. 
Yes. Yeah. I, expl- I explained the wills from scratch to what George Lucas's vision of episode seven was going to be. I explained the wills from scratch to yeah. Aaron as best I could. Oh, no, and by that, I mean, oh, it's going to be about the wills, but the little thing, the, <laughs> the force is made up with the wills. Just the glaze over. The, I, think her, I think her head just hit the table <laughs> to take her to the hospital. Are not mitochondria. Uh, midichlorians. Midichlorians. <laughs> well, they're not that either. <laughs> they're not, they're not that either. <laughs> no, they're not. Neither of the things we just said. Yes. We'll get into everything that the wills are not. Yeah. So, yeah, that would have been the wills. But, yeah, there's there's the different timelines for what happens. They're very interesting to speculate on. Yep. Um, but, but I think we are, I think whatever we're in right now is just the worst timeline for everything. <laughs> for all things. Everything. All things, yes. We need the wills. We do need the, the wills. The wills can save us. We do need the wills. That's the, Maybe they'll go back now. George, we were wrong. Please make the wills movie. 80-year-old <laughs> George. Star Wars Episode Seven: The Great Wills Adventure. I shouldn't say 80-year-old George. Scorsese is just firing on all cylinders still. You Absolutely. got Ridley Scott shooting three movies a year. George, come on. Mm-hmm. Come out of retirement. Let's see those wills. <laughs> I, was, I just want to know what one looks like. I Are w- they cute? Are the wills cute? If... Look, very good chance the Wills were bad and boring, but <laughs> we would be doing so much Wills content, we would be laughing and laughing about the Wills. You and think we're talking about the Wills up, now. It would have brightened up all of our lives if mm-hmm. we knew what the Wills looked like and we could see them realize Same movie, Han Solo gets all, Kylo uh, kills on soul or like st- well, or maybe he doesn't all right he pushes him he just pushes him off the edge he starts falling but then a bunch of wills all get together and yes. let's go wills it's like when it's the- and they yeah. lift him back up and then he clocks his son in the face and, and kylo's he, dead and, and that's goes, the end of seven it's like you, when wills. the big Thank minion the hand all the minions make like a hand yeah the m&m's minis the wills yes. they all like- form i oh I, I, i'm liking these wills now <laughs> george come on come out of retirement buy it back george and publish a book of all those tv episodes <laughs> george we want your green screen background only wills movie <laughs> that you only wanted to shoot for four we want hours you not day. directing actors we want yes. you not looking actors in the eye give us the magic <laughs> bring the magic back george with the will um okay well speaking of bringing the magic back for yeah. close to a decade the uh, lagoon sat Dormant, unused. Yeah. Uh, uh, Imagineers all uh, livid, embarrassed yeah. to go to work each and day. Also, that happened in Florida. Yeah. They closed 20,000 leagues, and then it was just scenery for a while. And then they used some of it to build a, a fucking playground called Pooh's Playful Spot, which get out of here. You're Come upset on. by that. You hate Pooh's Playful Spot. I hate spot. Pooh's Playful Spot because my family loved 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Oh, and then okay. Pooh shows up with like a dagger and he like takes it to Mr. Toad. We right. talked about that recently. Right, yeah. And then he takes it 20,000 leagues. Kirk Douglas. Kirk Douglas. <laughs> he slit Mr. Toad's throat. <laughs> he disemboweled Badger. And then he just ripped Kirk Douglas's nuts off. That's what that's what Pooh, the nice guy Pooh, is up to. Who's next? Pooh's next. <laughs> oh, blood and, who's blood and who's honey next? is right. Next? Is that one of the blood and honey like taglines? Pooh's next. Pooh's next. Pooh's that's next. pretty good. The sequel could be. Yeah. Um. But hey, there's hope on the horizon for a a movie about the ocean 
does well, does extremely yeah. well. Finding Nemo becomes clearly the way to to revive this thing. Same with the the sea cabs and the living seas, mm-hmm. uh, and we get. These both of those attractions that have these new these like sophisticated uh, underwater projection techniques. Um, the Finding Nemo, the Finding Nemo era also uh, fixes another submarine problem. All of the chlorine and all of the the heat and sunlight would drench the uh, like like uh, get rid of the paint essentially on right. anything that was color any like colorful coral reef would just get zapped right. uh, in the submarine lagoon so they had to but they you know finding nemo is very colorful we got to do something different there mm-hmm. uh, so they developed a new technique they paint they used painted glass it's all it's micro glass it's cool also, it looks really it, it yeah. looks it looks fantastic it is, looks, there's looks there's cool, scenes yeah. of this that are wonderful doesn't also really doesn't sound like a good thing health wise either, but they're not making uh, uh, alive women swim in there anymore. Yeah. So maybe it's okay. Right. Um, I'll say a lot of nice things about Nemo era. I think great art direction. I think just like mm-hmm. pure like the like the the craft of these big set pieces. Yeah. I think that screen blending is uh, is wonderful. Um, Lasseter and Baxter worked together. They teamed up on this one. Uh, this seemed like a passion project for both. This was in that that pre before Lasseter goes away. Yeah, uh, and he's become he's he's Mister Parks now, and he Head was good about like firing up. Why is the subs nothing? Yeah. Uh, why is some of California Adventure nothing? Uh, so he uh, he wrapped his arms around this attraction and hugged it until it got. <laughs> Much better. Yeah. Um, there's, a t- uh, there's a timeline where this motherfucker didn't hug everybody. Just hug, you hug, le- and then he's yeah, he's in charge it, of the company. Where his God good ideas it. keep getting yeah, yeah, uh, um, and his character luck or whatever is uh, now a, a big Disney hit. Mm, um, yes, yeah. Uh, well, we've all watched luck. We have to admit, we've all loved <laughs> luck. <laughs> is that Trump? <laughs> Folks, we love luck. Very yeah, unfair. Luck. We've all watch luck on whatever mm-hmm. streaming service it's on exactly <laughs> i have no idea i believe luck will come up in one of these debates one of these biden Trump <laughs> debates. he's got to talk about something if it's in his head yeah. it will be said um they added 30 percent more show building so it's like because knowing that like the low on, the, the underwater scenes are going to be so much more of a part of it we want it to be dark we want it to be controlled yeah uh, controllable down there so they, they made the show building longer uh, big plus ups, good improvements. Yeah, they did. I mean, they did a great job with in the confines or like what the like restrictions of the original. Yeah, because like we've talked about before, in Tokyo Disney Sea, they have a much superior sub. Mm-hmm. The ride system is better, even though you don't get that like seeing like you don't see something go under the water when you're waiting in line, which again is I think the magic trick of it. Oh, sure. Still, the experience of being in the twenty thousand leagues ride in Tokyo Disney Sea is so much cooler and better yeah. well it's a good lead-in too because you're in that big lagoon inside the volcano yes. kind of like what didn't get built here uh-huh. and there is a nautilus that like helps you uh, that steps you closer to the illusion um, um and they so yeah they did a they did a great job i don't think they had an unlimited budget for it but mm-hmm. a lot of it it definitely when i went on it the one or two times i've done it it felt oh it's refreshed and that's co- it's cool yeah. it's the best version of a refreshed Yes, submarine that's ride. What I'm trying to say. The, it, the, the subs got to come back with a property that that was relevant to people is still relevant to people. I love Finding Nemo. Yeah, compliments, compliments. Now 
Let's get rid of it. We're done, right? <laughs> That's a great run. That's a yeah, fantastic run. Yeah. For, for uh, you know, it had from, it, it, we were down for a decade, but it's been there since 59. Nemo subs got a great, all right, we all got to do submarines again. Have we all done it again? Great. Let's do something else. These are uh, parts of it. It's still the same 59 subs. That's pretty Marty, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marty Sklar did a, you know, had experts come in when they were thinking about totally scrapping it. And they said, like, the experts said, these uh, vehicles have 40 to 50 more years of lifespan in them. Wow. <laughs> that's amazing. They yeah. Built, they built them right. Um, and that's and, great. That we'll, we'll, it's going to make it harder to blow them up when we destroy this ride. <laughs> yeah. We will cry tears. Yeah. For each, I will cry eight single tears in a row Yeah. Uh, when we hear, dun, 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 and on the, the submarines are blown up and we, we do something else. I don't mean to rush us through it. I'm just like, the I can't even pretend for lo- for a long time. <laughs> That I, it's just, it's past its time. It's, I understand why. It's a great why. run of time. It's I, incredible. I, Universal's closed great rides that were half the time, less than this. I understand yeah. why the certain Imagineers, especially the ones that grew up with it, I understand why they're so nostalgic for it. I understand that. But now that different newer rides exist mm-hmm. and you have so many crazy experiences at theme parks, there's just, you can't. Yes. look at it the same way anymore especially when you go to Twenty Thousand leagues in disney sea mm-hmm. it's not the same experience anymore you're looking through a tiny little window and you go oh, i see something there that's good <laughs> like it's fine it's fine but it's not worth the real estate I also, yeah and okay. it's also like this neck of the woods is an environmental disaster in the past it was tomorrow like submarines automobiles constantly iterating and improving that's, that's what we're saying now it's like gas pollution water sucking up this is a, not to my, it's a dystopian corner <laughs> i i agree with what you're saying um that being said if it was a perfect clean energy uh, thing and everything was like there's no emissions or anything i don't care we it's still gone yeah, too. yeah it doesn't matter yeah i want it gone <laughs> you're no, it's adding, gone. that's great i love that we have justification for it from an envir- environmental this perspective helps. yes we'll have to keep this all quiet so that we can matter. only use environment to justify <laughs> right. getting rid of it doesn't um, matter real estate i also land. just to that nemo thing because and i do think like artistically I, th- I think visually that is that ride is is fantastic yeah uh and i have enjoyed it when i've gone on it but i don't like this thing of like nemo's lost again i think that is one of the weakest stories he's lost again and then he does all the same things he did in the movie yeah that's and i feel like the imagineers usually like a baxter is usually critical of like what's that term the uh uh, uh, book report report. yes this is a like uh, oh we can't do a book report ride uh well can we do all the same things and just slap a two on it now that's fine sure um crazy i I don't i don't like that wouldn't they remember to not go into a whale (laughs) Or well, to stay yeah. away from the jellyfish. And they, Why would they do it all? Well, I guess Dory loses her memory, but the other character. All right, she I forgive. Everybody else, how could you do it all again? Yeah, no, I I agree, and that happens a lot, and that happens with movies where you're like, they're doing this again in the mm-hmm. same way, uh, and it's I don't know if it's. I mean, Little Mermaid is still like the best example to me of like the dark ride phenomenon. Of, you're just in the movie. You're doing the movie, and you're like the ride system's not very interesting, and it's not a bad ride by any means. But it's like if there's a li- there's something about it that feels a little bit, I don't know, rote. What is the word? A little um, redundant. So. That's one of those yeah. things that I see. You, you you'll probably have too. You go on it with kids, and you're like, who cares? I'm not well, thinking about rote anymore. Yes. But yes. it's exciting the Tiana ride that's coming. 
Mm-hmm. It's after the movie. It's a new thing. That is a sequel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, that'll that's be good. That's great. Like. That's great. Yeah, and this is, but just technically barely. I don't. Uh, I, I don't dig it. And it, it's like a band aid uh, over like a cracked porthole uh, window in a subbury, and and they. <laughs> It's a lot of the same beat when they're like the seas, the the. It's not enough. The research, the put Nemo in there. Mm-hmm. You get in the shells, and then you kind of see some beats from the Nemo movie, yeah, and then you're at the either. exhibits. I don't, I don't like either. I think they've, I, I, in a lot of ways, they've done Nemo a, a great movie and a great property, dirty oh, with yes. the park stream, and I th- except for. Crush. I just did Turtle Talk with oh, Crush yeah, for the first, yeah, yeah. not the first time, but the first time in a very long time, and with a kid. Wonderful. Great. Crush is great. Crush's coaster seems really good. Yeah. So there's mm-hmm. been good Nemo things. Uh, but this one, I don't know. I just think I think we did it, right? We're done. We did it. It, it came back. Everybody's happy. It came back. Yeah. Um, the goals. We saw the goals. We like the mind mind goals. Oh, Hank, oh, goals. Yes. Goals. oh, yeah. Seagulls. <laughs> Hank, the uh, octopus, I think they call him a septopus because he, he's missing a tentacle. From the new one? From the new one. Oh, I, yeah, he's been hanging out. Yeah, I, yeah. I think finding Nemo is very visually stunning, but I think finding Dory is a more uh, engaging movie because it's just a prison escape movie. Oh. And I, just, I think I just no, like that better. I've never seen it. It's room. My kid doesn't care for it. So I don't, oh, okay. I don't know. Hmm. Um. But uh, yeah, no, I do like them aesthetically, and uh, uh, but I don't know, I, I, it's got to live in other places. I think, guys, what do we do? What do we do with this land? All right, let's pretend it happened. Well, this it's is- gone. It's all gone. Our monorail loops, our endless loops that happens over there. Autopia, dead people mover tracks. It's gone. Let, I, I know who knows if this will happen in reality, but th- let's say that day has come. What, yeah. what do we do? It's the well. It's going to be the rise of trend. <laughs> you know, you got you get Trent in there. You get the Tron roller coaster. Trent light lithrite strikes. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's a little bit of a th- it, throw oh, ride because you film a new pre-show video with Jared Leto, and everyone's like, Ugh, "I feel oogie." <laughs> like I, I, feel oogie. I gotta get on this coaster <laughs> to shake off the ooginess. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's the practical. That's probably the most likely scenario. You're thinking from a businessman perspective, as usual. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know me; I'm a capitalist. The ruin through. You said uh, it all the time. On the that's well. Let's talk episodes. that out. If it's Tron, I mean that that's that feels like the only way Tron's going in. Uh, uh, I I think is, is there. I still all right. I did some like overhead. I got I got some Google Maps out and I was like yeah. dropping so some attractions much. into spaces. Yeah, yeah. There's room for a lot. I think you could do Tron, but I think it's a, it it is a little awkward space wise. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. But I have another. I mean, look, look I'll get into it. I, I, all right. Let's talk about like what are maybe the viable candidates for it. Tron definitely won. It's next to Tomorrowland, so it 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 could be that. Um. Let's uh, let's let's invoke uh, Awa. Let's talk Avatar. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. there Ooh. any possibility that you end up with something Avatar over here? Yeah, there's a possibility. I mean, I, at this moment in the company, it feels like it's a it would just be a flight of passage clone. Mm-hmm. Pro- that's the most likely thing. I did that. I did an overhead of Pandora, and I think you could p- fit Pandora. Well, I think existing. You mean the you, full you, land? You, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. so. Maybe you got to cut or move Satuli Canteen. Like you can't do the yeah. literal 
uh, Galaxy's Edge where it's the exact same footprint land-wise. You got to like maybe uh, tuck some things in. But I think there's some cool way to like, because uh, this is the border of Fantasyland and Tomorrowland and Avatar is futuristic, but it's also fantasy. And I think there's some way to, it's the natural beauty that comes out of like for it. I think it would blend with Matterhorn well, but then I think you could maybe keep it going and there's some pandora base something take over to the interventions building too well i was going to say that you could transition from tomorrowland it's like oh it's a space it's a spaceport hub and then there's some sort of transition to the greenery of pandora that mm. kind of can bl- like we're keeping water in your we're keep we're going with way of water here and we're using some like some of what oh they yeah got. yeah sure um you could also not do river adventure which would make the show building a little smaller Hmm. Which would, I don't know yeah. exactly where wonder, that though, happens. I'm not you, saying you have if, to. If I'm it's just like saying under it, though, isn't it? I I, I think it's, maybe it's the, maybe it would actually it fully, be. I guess yeah, I guess you're right. I guess because there's in the same building. Sort of hurt. I could be wrong. No, it but. is for sure because that's the whole thing with the fire alarm. If somebody pulls a fire alarm on one of the rides, they both have to shut down. So maybe if they're copy pasting, and I say that very <laughs> for about yeah, a billion dollar thing is the same plans or whatever. I think it makes sense to still do uh, a river journey. Look at my map here. I think it fits. Yeah, it does. That's, that's the whole. It kind of fits perfectly. And you're not. And and you got. It's a tough neck of the woods because you got Harbor Boulevard right there, and you also got train. Yeah. Train's not moving. There's nowhere for train to go. Uh-huh. And you got to keep some monorail. I don't think. I think that the like it, the endless loops when you come back into the park. I think has to be gone. Yeah, but. You know, I don't think they're going to move the monorail station, right. but I think that fits in some Pandora. Right? That that's okay. I mean, Just I w- wouldn't to be mad at that. Confirm that's on top of Autopia, the Lagoon, and the Interventions. Um, the in this this version does not quite go to Interventions. I think there's some way that it could, and I think you got to deal with Satuli. You got to put it somewhere. So you could, you know, you could extend that out. Um, I'll try to post these uh, vague bad photoshops. Um, but small world's fine. Um, we're taking over like where motorboat cruise has not been for a right. long time. Right. Just all of that. It's all gone. You clear it all out and we get Pandora. I, we, I would be thrilled if they were going to do that. Yes. So, and, and yeah, I think when you look at that Google maps, it's like, it's, it's so much bigger than you even imagine mm-hmm. it is because of it's like it's a quarter just, of a part, not, not literally, but like getting there. Yeah, um, I, I'm sure there are ways, I don't know, yeah, if somebody could explain that, oh, they need to make part of this smaller just from the configuration of this land, um, but I'm sure they could do some things to make it smaller, because Pandora is not that big of a land. No, it's pretty compact. And I almost like, there's pluses and minuses about it being smaller, because mm-hmm. I think it is cool that it's like, feel like, it's... um. You don't have to do like the Hallelujah Mountains, which I think would be maybe harder if there was like a Galaxy's Edge sized Hallelujah Mountains. Although maybe I'm wrong. Maybe like it would look even more amazing that way. Mm-hmm. But I kind of think that like it's consistent it's so small, it really feels impressive to look up and see these mountains floating. Yeah, oh, sure. Um, yeah, yeah. But there's got to be a way to even shrink it a little more and find little spots to to sneak it into that that land but there's a way i don't think you could just literally take the same footprint but i think there's something you could do um or now or yes demolish all of it put up a big building and you walk through a place where you just see the trees from pandora it's an experience <laughs> it's not a ride 
<laughs> Sounds good. This, yeah, yeah. Or you know what? Leave everything as is. Uh, in Avengers building, they just put some like uh, acrons, some static acrons. In there. <laughs> Get some static acrons. You you build the gift shop. Oh, yeah. gift shop yeah, too. Gift shop. Oh, great. Do all right. Well, shop. if we can buy Avatar things, then then we're all set. Um, Who needs a red? But yeah, that is a good idea. Very good idea. Uh, I the, people have speculated in those Disneyland forward pictures that part of one of the things looks like Pandora, and that's maybe one of the only thing. Like it, re- it all depends on are we getting Disneyland forward? And to re- refresh any listeners' memory, that's uh, kind of any space over by the hotels that yeah. is not currently a parking lot. They want to turn into theme, park. including parking lots, though too. Uh, um, some I think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, because you can. This is a theme park trick. Oh wait, I, like, meant, I meant that is a parking lot. Oh, yeah, okay. that's what I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's not a hotel. Is what I meant to say. Yes. Um, yeah. Flat parking lots take up a lot of room, but I, I think that's what they're doing with Epic Universe. They're building a flat parking lot, and as time goes on, they'll close it and build a, a garage. garage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the, it, the space goes up. Stack not it up. Out. Rack um, it up. So, yes, I, I have, have realistic things to do. That is probably the top coolest idea i think having the most if if we've got the space over in disneyland forward area maybe you wait for that so we get like a lot of uh pandora that that, i mean that a lot of the things on the short list could be that but what if it doesn't happen and what if this could happen sooner that would be amazing i mean we've i've heard like you know matterhorn's gonna have to be rebuilt in the next couple decades because it's falling apart and there's a frozen land that's open or is opening or is it open wait it is open. It, it, is, it open. is in Hong Kong. I have yeah, an overhead yeah. of that as well, and it fits as well. Yeah, because that's the other rumor that's been happening. Have you seen pictures? Yes. It, or video uh, now, or anything? Now, now that I ask if it's open, I've watched a ride through <laughs> of the, the ride and go, oh, it's the same Matterhorn. Or Matterhorn, Jesus. It's the same Maelstrom layout yeah. of the Frozen ride. Yeah. yeah. A little little changes, and I think like aesthetically yes. better. Those robots are better. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it seems not. I think. I think. I think. Good little plus ups. Yeah. Um, and the I, and cool. I think th- here's partially why I would I would vote for maybe my order of preference is Pandora, then Frozen over Tron because we did Tron. I like Tron. You do end up with like it'd be a shame to use a lot of that too much of that land for just one giant show building, and that's what it becomes. Because I think. What I do like about Submarine Lagoon is the lagoon itself. I yeah. like that there's some nature there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Fake nature. Uh, uh, you got a body of water. And the land itself in Hong Kong, the world of Frozen, I think looks fantastic. Yeah. This the lake and the harbor. And regardless of those rides, one of which is a roller coaster that's so short that if you watch a ride through of it, you laugh at the end. <laughs> like, truly, it, it ends and you're like, you're kidding. I think it's 50 seconds. Is that shorter? than gadgets go coaster i think so yeah. yeah so it's not like i'm dying to get the uh, same wandering oakens but you know or even yeah uh, the sleighs or whatever uh, frozen air is fine it, but it, like i think aesthetically and of course that blends with matterhorn really well it blends with Fantasyland really yeah. well um i think that's a i think that's a great option over there well here's a dark horse candidate mm-hmm. japan is closing their space mountain rebuilding it oh how will that be received? Will people like that? And then the we start in America, yes. start going like, 
Maybe we should demolish and build, rebuild some space mountains. Ooh, okay. Well, if we're dealing with Tomorrowland problem, this is a this is a very interesting notion that maybe is there some way to rebuild the whole complex? You get a new space mountain and Tron. You make it such that those all do work together. Maybe you got to blow up Buzz Lightyear to make it all fit. Well, Oops, sorry, Buzz. Whoops. I <laughs> Whatever. Mean, this, I think this that's... is a larger fixing Tomorrowland. Well, can we've I talked about? We yeah. have. Do can I talk about my idea for a future episode about this very uh, topic? Sure, we can yeah, cut it out if it. we don't want to do it. Yeah, I think we should do an episode where each of us get a different prompt for fixing Tomorrowland. One of us gets the open checkbook blue sky version where you get to do whatever you want with an unlimited budget. Uh, the next uh, another this will all be probably at random, and the next person gets to do it in a very. Um, businessman-minded way, the Disneyland What would today, they do? Yes. What would they do with a decent, good budget, uh, uh, which is probably, yes, Frozen or Pandora, but obviously you can think of fun, creative ways And then we're including it. all of this and, like, we can... If if budget allows, yes. it'll, the eyes will be on the realism of that one, but can we do some stuff to, you know, pizza port and uh, yes. at the theater and all that crap. Right. So you'll get a, a, a healthy budget, I'll say, to okay. do to do cool stuff and mm -hmm. you could demolish things and you can build things. Um, but it won't be like complete a crazy dream scenario. And then the third person will get fixed Tomorrowland on a budget, which yeah. means that you get a very small amount of money. You can not demolish things, but you can plus things up here and there in ways you can change music. You can change lighting. You can serve different food at Pizza Port, maybe, or whatever. <laughs> There's different things you could okay, do okay. that could at least dress it up, and you're going to have to do your best yeah. with a low amount of money to That's fix That's going to be a bitter pill to swallow, I think, when which one of us gets that, whichever one yes. of us draws that straw, but- Maybe it's where the ultimate reward lies. Perhaps as, as the most like true challenge. And then I guess we'll have the we'll have the listeners vote on whose Tomorrowland you want. Well, aren't they going to vote for the ultimate one? You would. In think what so. world is the cheap one even well, the if, best version of the look, cheap one? This is just an example, and I don't want to look. Say Jason says, "All right, here's what we're doing: we're demolishing all of Tomorrowland." And we're going to build a museum that honors famous actor James Mason. <laughs> now, that's an unlimited budget. He describes an amazing James Mason museum now that's coming to Tomorrowland. <laughs> we see all these different movies, sort of uh, rope animatronics of uh, different James yeah, Mason like movies. Yeah, like a half-hour symposium every hour. Yes. Where it's like, well, you know... The history of Lolita is very complicated, right. but Nabokov's, <laughs> Nabokov's uh, way with the English language, even though he was a native Russian right. speaker. Of course. Well, you need to look at uh, his work Pale <laughs> Fire to really get his wit. Right. And uh, Space Mountain is now uh, Space Mason, and uh, he's <laughs> here going through sort of a space adventure while he narrates it. Uh, and this is a very expensive redo, and you say, well, what, this, what does this have to do with Tomorrowland? And Jason says it doesn't. So there is a scenario where then the listener goes, well, I don't know if I necessarily want that version. In the Masons, where you discover yeah. innovative new ways that we'll be watching James Mason's films in the future. Right, right. And by the future, I mean... Uh, 28 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I'm saying there's a versions where the audience maybe doesn't like the unlimited budget okay. Tomorrowland, depending maybe, on who is the, who maybe you fly straw. too close to the sun. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So we'll if, see. If the, if the ultimate, like if the ultimate version involves a lot of, uh, uh, you know, uh, free drugs and uh, pornographic acts. Right. I picture a Tomorrowland that's a modern day Sodom. 
<laughs> right. Well, let the Dem- <laughs> Democrats have their way. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you've teased that. I mean, yeah. I th- yeah, I think we're heading for that. That's where this Tomorrowland stuff w- will ultimately go. I don't. Well, look, maybe I should save this for that. But let mm-hmm. me get this notion out there. Sure, go for it. Here's my other because I'm I'm resistant to. I'm interested in Tron, right? Yeah. But. Uh, I don't know if I just want Tron light cycle run plopped there, show building, we lose nature, whatever. Maybe there's a way to like fit a, two things in there. I'm not sure. Um, but here's maybe if I'm getting a little greedy, here's what I think it is that I think you could do World of Frozen in a smaller way. And then maybe it's not full. Okay. I liked Tron. I liked light cycle run. Is it the show building that I care? Is it what happens in the show building that I liked a lot? Not necessarily. Mm. I think I like that track. I think I like that ride vehicle. I think I like the aesthetic. Isn't there some way that you could do a new Tron thing designed for Tomorrowland that uses some of where the People Mover and Rocket Rods used to go? Uh, Absolutely. That uses some new space. It's like mini show buildings. Something to get you that kinetic energy Let's all say it together that w- th- that has been lost for so long in this land. Like the light cycles become the new people mover rocket rods. Yeah. And it's like it's like this deconstructed version of it. And that's our future transportation. Um, you know, it weaves you. Maybe you could take over some backstage area. Maybe it goes around Space Mountain. Maybe there's some like wild new way to do the light cycles. Oh, yeah. I mean, what you're describing is the perfect way to do it. But you are you're veering into unlimited money. Yeah. Prompt. Sure. So it's, it's that's, I gotta put that line. in the yeah, it's yeah. just yeah. on the line. Just of it. on the line. Trend, ride it out. You know, <laughs> we gotta because, see what happens to Trend. Because yeah, they just plop Tron down from Shanghai into Orlando. Yeah. Which I guess it works fine because they have a lot of room there. But it's like Space Mountain's next to Tron. I don't know. It's still kind of weird to me a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's not that bad. Because no. Tron is such a huge it's a building. Big, I like that. It's, you know, I, um, I like the, aesthetically. I like that building so much. Yeah, I do too. Um, but yeah, you know what you're describing is the ultimate awesome version of it, which will. I think you need a full demolition though in this scenario of everything. Still. Of everything. I think. I think absolutely because I think maybe because they can't open up the people mover track again because of the OSHA codes. Well, it's not and using that track. I think it's some weird sure. like, tubes that like go around all of it. You I know still I mean? think you got to dem- demolish everything. Okay, I, think, sure. I don't yeah. think I, unless you build stuff on top of the yeah. buildings. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. This is, well, like, this maybe. is a twisted colossus. Yeah, I maybe. I don't know um, Anaheim codes of how high stuff can go. I don't. This, I don't I, think we're breaking any codes. Yeah, we're not. We're not getting higher than uh, Guardians I Tower know, of Terror. Uh, well, I think Tower of Terror. They had to go like just under it mm-hmm. and put the blinking, maybe some blinking red lights on top. No, we don't. We don't. Well, that's no in lights. Florida. We're, it's we're, just we're staying. It. We're staying low and lean. Yeah. Yeah. No, I. It's it's, it's the coolest idea for the Tron ride, um, especially going in and out of stuff. Because like I, yeah. we haven't done Tron episode yet, but like. Tron is very simple to me. The ride is very simple, and it doesn't does a couple things cool, and I like it. And but mm-hmm, like the idea yeah. of like going in and out of things, and and into the grid and out of the grid, and seeing Disneyland and then back into the grid. Is that not that the Tomorrowland seems, spirit? Is that not yeah. what the whole area yes, needs? That is very exciting. That idea. So yeah. Did I have, have I told that story where I won a drink ticket at like a Disney themed cabaret show? There used to be this cabaret space in, uh, called Rockwell, 
in LA and they were like, uh, it was a bunch of Jane Newsom people doing it and they were doing a lot of Disney songs and stuff and the host uh, was like, okay, does anyone know why there's uh, so-and-so about Tara Tara in Florida? And I was like, it's one fleet lower than the FAA regulations. They didn't want to put blinking red lights on it, so they built it slightly lower. And he went, why do you know that? And I was like, I host a podcast about theme <laughs> wow well you got it out uh yes congratulations did you get a round of applause i yes i got a confused like (laughs) round of applause Mm -hmm. to get that well gin and tonic ticket that was sick (laughs) (laughs) nice you couldn't did it say does not apply to higher shelf no bee feeders no tangare anything anything above that blinking red light uh you cannot have yes no the well does not have a blinking red light (laughs) the uh new amsterdam or whatever you know is fine um well i think these are all these are all interesting things to think about it's mainly interesting to think about uh, a demolition team coming and destroying this leaking lagoon which had a good run it did (laughs) we said what was good about it yeah i'm not taking this away from baxter or any of them uh it was a good attraction good job everyone now step aside gracefully so we can get some new cool stuff so we can yes. go go pay we can go honor awa or right. tren or whatever or oaken uh-huh. or whatever it is yes like Piacon destroying those boats the whales are starting <laughs> to destroy boats on earth exactly and it is time for the uh whale brand bulldozers to come in yeah mm-hmm. flop on it yank uh, all the pieces away with the taut metal cables yeah yep mm-hmm. it's time i'm sorry that but that is our ruling uh do you agree with us let us know uh in comments uh we'll keep but i think i don't think we're too far off from what people are saying because i did do a poll uh, right after astro orbiter yeah i think it occurred to us mid-episode we were, i asked the question what's the worst ride in disneyland proper uh astro orbiter did not win that poll uh autopia won that poll second place finding nemo subs yeah um yeah then people wanted canoes in the poll well, and well, I that's pu- ridiculous i put it in the poll and i said canoes all caps not this wrong and it lost <laughs> thank god yeah i only put sto- i put storybook land in because people said that in the comments yeah. and then people said why is that in the poll i don't know because a lot of other people said it <laughs> i'm not saying yeah I- <laughs> I I I would I would never storybook land not I would never put that in the never hole. no not, not me either charming nice great but the two possible worst rides next on top of each other sorry yeah think uh, think it's time I think it's time um well with that uh, official ruling that you know say what you think but that is uh, you know we we have ruled and no one can actually disagree no what's the well, I'll, we will be the final judge of quality I will uh, and <laughs> you've survived podcast the ride uh, thanks for listening we're making our way through Tomorrowland we're doing it we'll fix Tomorrowland down the road we'll do some more history too uh, uh, opinions on socials merch available in our T public store for three bonus episodes every month check out podcast the ride the second gate or get one more bonus episode on our VIP tier club three all of that at patreon.com slash podcast the ride where we've now learned a whole new world of leno that uh is yeah. gonna have to open up this can we might end up with just like it's just a full leno year i don't know leno fourth gate <laughs> forever dog this has been a forever dog production executive produced by mike carlson jason sheridan scott gardner 
Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.